This is a HeadGum Podcast. Coming to tell you guys about Ritual. This episode here you're about to listen to is sponsored by Ritual. Now, you guys have heard me talk about how freaking scared I was to even go down the protein aisle at a grocery store. I wouldn't look directly in the eyes of some of the iridescent packaging of some of the craziest looking protein powders I've ever seen. Um, I just thought it was for like intense, like meatheads that wanted to look like Arnold Schwarzenegger or something. And that wasn't me at the time. And so um, I just kind of scurried on by and went to my little protein bars that were more my speed. But that, I will say, changed when Ritual came into my life. Um, I started learning things when I started becoming a trainer that protein isn't just about muscles. It also helps support bone health and satiety or satiety. You guys let me know what you guys prefer. Um, And something that Ritual has also taught me is that as we go through life, our protein needs change. So it's important to choose a mix for those different life stages. So Ritual's essential protein is a delicious plant-based protein powder with three distinct formulas designed to help meet the body's changing protein needs. So, you know, I think for me, like ritual actually, like it tastes, it actually does taste really good. And it has, you know, I'm not pregnant yet, but I do hope to be soon. And knowing that they have a daily shake for pregnancy and postpartum that is specially formulated with the extra nutrient support um, to meet the demands of actually of pregnancy and lactation, I think is really cool. But in the meantime, I'm doing that daily shake 18 and up. That's a complete amino acid profile featuring choline, an essential nutrient and common dietary gap. Now, all of these formulas have 20 grams of pea protein per serving. It's traceable. So you can you have a one-of-a-kind visible supply chain so you know the what, how, and why of every labeled ingredient. It's made with a complete amino acid profile. It tastes good. This taste is like freaking like yummy vanilla, and it comes from sustainably harvested Madagascar vanilla bean extract. Okay, put that in your cookies and see how yummy they are, you know? Okay, so... This is just the good stuff, no added sugars, no sugar alcohols, it's soy-free, gluten-free, and non-GMO. GMO, I said that with an accent. Okay, dumbbells, are you ready to shake up your protein ritual? My listeners get 10% off during your first three months at ritual.com slash dumbbells. Ritual even offers a money-back guarantee if you're not 100% in love. Visit ritual.com slash dumbbells today for 10% off your first three months. Let's start the episode. Welcome to the weight room. We have Lisa Hannawalt, everybody. <laughs> what is up, Lisa? Hello, hello. Hello. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. I On your podcast for beefcakes. <laughs> so honored to be included. <laughs> yes, we finally. do ask our guests to be self-proclaimed beefcakes. And finally, my, was... my natural athleticism is being acknowledged. I've waited my whole life for this. <laughs> God, you wouldn't believe how many people have like this like defining like when I'm like hey you want to do the the dumbbells and they're like well I don't have anything to say and I'm like I bet you (laughs) do (laughs) well I'm funny which means I'm not very fit no just kidding (laughs) it's not necessarily true (laughs) Uh, we that's uh Melissa and I did a whole show based on that one time (laughs) can't be funny and hot so it's hard it is hard but some of us do manage (laughs) some of us manage and that's a show that we could make um (laughs) Again, um, I do think I like I always think about Dane Cook 
because mm, why? he has muscles. <laughs> <laughs> why would you do that to yourself? I know, I know. But he's like, he has muscles and he is a technical, he's a comedian, technically. Technically, and that, yeah. <laughs> that always made me upset. I was like, pick a lane, buddy, just pick a lane. I was literally um, just reading about Dane Cook and his and his lady, like right before we jumped onto this Zoom. And I'm like, what am I doing? <laughs> Why am I reading this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not good. And I don't think he's as fit anymore. Nah, that's okay. No. You know, he's like 70 now. It's all right. He can. It's, yeah, I was going to yeah. say 150, but I, it's somewhere in there. <laughs> somewhere in there. It's a range. Um, also, I'd like the audience to know about your nails. I've seen oh. a flash a few times. Yeah, what do you think? Oh, my gosh. Okay. They're like bright green with stars. Yeah. I, they, there might be a bit too much going on. They've also got like little silver stickers on them, which keep like peeling off. Um, Ooh. Yeah. Um, I have cool nails too. Let me show them to you. Let me see. Let me see. But I also have a background. So it oh, makes it I like harder. the shape. But there's like, I know I wear like coffin, coffin shape. Yeah. Yes, I've never done and that. I had never done it. They've grown out a little bit, but they're like French tip, but there's, um, it's like matte, it's matte, matte to shiny. Do I love that. Yeah. It's very goth. Very good for Halloween. Uh, yes. yes, I always get almond tips. I started getting my nails done a year ago because my sister-in-law got me into it. Um, mm-hmm. And now I can't stop because yep. when I don't have fancy tips on my nails, I have like hand dysmorphia and my fingers look short and stubby and sad. So now I, I have to have this like monthly expense and horrible experience of going to a salon and getting this done. It feels like going to the dentist. It does. My fingers. Yeah, it's not But pleasant. then when you leave, you feel like a classy beautiful person instead of the little hobbit hand it does make like, when they take them <laughs> off the little of hobbit me, that i am <laughs> no i i'm like i have long fingers but when i now that i have i have nails i am like oh my hands are beautiful i don't they i aren't. have very short fingers <laughs> very short very sausagey and so this is like a trompe or whatever like it's like a it's like a trick <laughs> I like that. But Maybe that only like, refers to paintings. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Not our audience doesn't know. Um, it's a lie. Know. It's a lie on my hands. <laughs> it's a lie. But that's, I like took a month off because I had been getting nails ever since I had my wedding. Oh, And yes. it got me You're like, I'm a wife now. I'm a, a beautiful wife. Beautiful hands. Forget it. <laughs> it's like two hours to go sit and have them redo these things. At and least. Then, your nails get really weak. And yeah. so that month that I took a break sucked. I was so upset. <laughs> and I, so I went back. I said, I'm going back full You got to go back. I had a few months where I was trying to do my own nails. I got like the, the grinder. I got the drill. I got everything. Oh my and gosh. Uh, I think I've, messed up my nails because oh, no. <laughs> it's really hard to do them yourself <laughs> it is <laughs> don't recommend it or or do your like your whatever your writing hand is do the opposite and then yeah. have a friend do that writing hand because my god that's the hand that suffers yeah i leave it to the professionals i think yeah uh, same yeah same and my girl she just like didn't show up to work one day and then I've never seen her name on the list again so I think she might yeah have flown the coop but she was the best one they lasted me a month and so I didn't have to be sad about how many times I had to do it my favorite my favorite nail artist also left recently I feel your pain oh my god thank you (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, well yeah thank you you're like an actual like uh actual successful uh, person to have on this show talk mm. to us about your fitness journey your <laughs> life journey so I like when I have a person that I don't know like how their origin story started I want to start there with you today. Tell us, tell us the audience, where did you grow up? Did you do fitnessy things, food uh, things, family things? What did tell I do? I, I grew up in the Bay Area and okay. I was very much an indoor kid who spent as little time moving around as possible unless I was like pretending to be a horse and like galloping around <laughs> on on my knees, basically. <laughs> I galloped around oh. so much that I had like calluses on the tops of my feet because I was dragging them on the carpet <gasps> and on the ground. Um, that was my only real physical activity. You know, like my <laughs> my parents made me do like all the lessons like swimming, ballet, soccer, you know, and I just none of it clicked at mm. all. And like 
ballet gave me like horrible body feelings. Um, Go, oh, yeah, there were, sure. there were mean boys involved um, mm. who called me fat. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, they love that. <laughs> they love age. to do that. They love uh-huh. it. And PE was just sort of like traumatic in general. Uh, I actually, you know, it's sad because I think I could have been good at sports. Physically, mm. I'm strong. And um, but I just was so discouraged by other kids, I think, and by um, teachers. So I just kind of didn't get into it. I didn't think sports were for me. Yeah. 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 Same. I I mean, I liked basketball when I was young, but I was never like on a good team or had like anyone be like, let's, let's actually get you good at this. Like it was just, it was fun. And then when I tried out in the seventh grade, I was like, oh, I am way over my head here. (laughs) And I had glasses and like, I had to wear one of those like little, like, like, like little hooks around your head to keep your glasses on. And my glasses would fog up when I was sweaty. And I just like, I didn't know how to even put my hair in a ponytail. Like, honestly, like my mom didn't teach me or do it for me. And so my hair would just like hang down with I did have a bowl cup for a while, but when it grew out, then it was like just hanging as I ran and in my glasses. It was just like no one, no one kind of guided me. No, me neither. I was such a tomboy. I didn't know anything. And I had like braces and, and I had acne from a very young age. I was just, you know, I like, and, and I think when you're younger, it's easier to like, you think of yourself as belonging to a certain category. You know, you're just like, you're either like, I'm a sport kid or I'm not. And I was like, I'm definitely not. So I can't sport at all in any way. And then when I got older, yeah. I'm like, wait, yes, I can. I can sport. Um, yeah. <laughs> there's many sports. I can sport. <laughs> yeah. Why not? Like, you don't have to, like, you know, box yourself in. Um, yeah. But, yeah. And I I mean, the one thing I really liked when I was little that was a sport was horseback riding. I started taking lessons when I was eight. Um, but then I would keep getting chicken and, like, quitting because mm-hmm. – it's scary and dangerous and yeah. like I fell off and hurt myself and my teachers were mean. Mm. Um, so oh, I'd well. quit, quit for a few years and then start up again and then quit. And then, yeah. And then I didn't ride for like 17 years. And then Adam, actually my partner bought me like a pack of riding lessons as a gift, um, like five years ago. And I got back into it. I was going to say, I feel like you're like on a horse. Most times you're on Instagram. Yeah, I'm often on a horse. Um, yeah, I love that. I mean, it helps. I finally got my own um, four years ago. I bought her. I saw her in a Facebook ad and bought her. Um, and, uh, I love that. So now Facebook I can horse has been all the good time. for a few things, and that sounds like one of them. <laughs> yeah, it's good for horse stuff, I must say. There's like some horse groups on there, and you can find ads. But, um, but yeah, so now I'm horsing so, all the time. So wait, so you fell off a horse and you hurt yourself? Yeah. I mean, it was more like I jumped off, like the horse, uh, just suddenly bolted, which is when they just like suddenly go as fast as possible and you have no control and you can't stop them. And you know, I was eight, so I just bailed. I jumped off. I didn't even break anything, but it was still traumatic. Um, God. Yeah. No, that sounds, I mean, horses are like, to me, like a whale, like they're like, or a dolphin. They're like so much bigger than I, I think TV makes them seem or something. And so in real life, they're like majestic or like they're powerful. They're so powerful. They're so massive. When they imagine being eight. I mean, when they want to do something, you really, it's hard to stop them. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. You really have to convince them. You have to get on the same page. (laughs) Yeah. I, one time a lady was like trying to teach me about horses and stuff. And she like, cause I never, I like rode a horse when I was like maybe 10, it was like a small horse. Yeah. And, and that was like the most I ever did with a horse. And then later I like learned they were like good for like therapy ish things they or are. like therapeutic. Yeah. Definitely. And so she was like, okay, you got to like your energy, like you need to like pretend like you're holding like a newborn baby and like, <laughs> and, like get on the same. And so I was like, like, I was like, okay, okay. So I'm like holding like a newborn a baby air- that weighs 900 to 1200 pounds, <laughs> sometimes yes. even more. And they were like, I think they were trying to like get me to like be calm 
And yeah, you, is, you do have to fucking, you have to like really chill out. <laughs> it's that's not my go to. That's not my, not my go to either. <laughs> I think that's, it's good for me because I am forced to. It's sort of like, um, my writing teacher described it as like, okay, you're the captain of the airplane. You can't come on over the loudspeaker and say, oh my God, we're in a storm. What the fuck? What am I going to do? We're going down. Ah, like you can't do that. You have to, you have to be yeah. like, okay, we're going to have some light chop and it's going to be, we're, you know, sorry about that. And, you know, you can't like, <laughs> yeah, even if you're yeah. really scared, you can't communicate that because then the horse is going to be like, oh no. And they're going to spin and run home yeah. or whatever. Oh my God, that's so funny. <laughs> Holy You have crap. to fake it. Like, I, I didn't realize, I was like, for a while I thought like, okay, all horseback riders are like just so fucking fierce. They're so brave. And I'm not, I'm a chicken, so I can't be good at it. And the more I get into it and the more people I meet in the horseback riding universe, like the more mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, we're all faking it. Like we're all <laughs> scared to death. We're all scared shitless. We're pretending <laughs> to be brave. You're pretending to be calm and brave and like the plane is totally fine. (laughs) It's fine. I'm sure there's some like trainers or horseback riders who are just like totally unflappable and are never scared, but most of them get scared once in a while. God, I mean, you're, if you're riding a horse, you're like riding a, a, a dolphin. I keep saying a dolphin because yeah. I one time I came close to a dolphin and I was like, holy shit. No one told me that dolphins were so big. And I feel the same when I see a horse. Their friend Hayden describes it as riding a bicycle that can make bad decisions. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's perfect. That's absolutely perfect. Yeah. Oh, my God. So when you what like this is maybe a, a dumb question, but. What kind of muscle groups mm. are the most important for riding a horse? Is that it something kinda, you have thought about or focused on? I think it works like leg muscles that you didn't think you had. Like, I think it, I don't know the mm. names of them, but there are sure. leg muscles that get sore when I ride horses that I can't really work out in any other way. Um, I mean, there's definitely things that help like yoga and stuff. Cause mm-hmm. it's just everything. It's like balance. It is cardio. Uh, you know, you should be strong. Like that helps. Um, I feel it in my abs and my lower back a lot. Like core is really involved arms. I mean, when I'm getting in a pulling match with my horse, which I probably shouldn't get into because she always wins, but, um, (laughs) Hey, you gotta try sometimes. Um, I don't know. It kind of, it is like a pretty full body thing. I think. Yeah. I mean, I, the, it feels like, um, like if you were like working on like one of those stability balls yeah. and you're just like typing on a stability ball and you're like, that's what I would immediately But then also think. squeezing the ball, like trying to lift the ball up with your yes. legs. That's what riding a horse is a lot is you're, you're lifting them up and like, and then plopping them back down again where you'd want them to be like, it's, it's really hard yeah. to describe like, and I'm not, I <laughs> must clarify. I'm not like a, a real sporty rider. I don't jump. Don't really like it. Um, I don't do any particular sport. I don't compete. I'm not interested at all. Um, I do like quote unquote, like dressage, but that's not barely like, I just go into an arena once in a while and like try to get my horse to balance herself. And she's like, what? Cause she's never <laughs> had to do that before. She was like a backyard pony. So, um, I'm not like very good at riding. I mostly do like pleasure. Like I just go on a trail ride, you know, and like yeah. I let her gallop around in the Hills in Griffith park and we have a blast. Um, but yeah, I'm not, not super serious of a rider. Well, well, now that we got that out of the way. <laughs> yeah, just in case, you <laughs> know, all, so case. now all the real equestrians can turn this off. <laughs> well, they, or they could just jump. In disgust. You know? Yeah, just jump off. <laughs> just bail. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, don't break a bone, but but jump off. Um, the <laughs> It's like you're doing like bar method with your legs. Like it's not like those inner thigh muscles that you don't ever, like you said, it's like there's like one machine at the, at the gym, or you can do like that frog move that is all over TikTok with your legs. And no one wants to do that in public. And so, (laughs) so riding a horse, if you're looking to hit those inner thighs might be the place. It definitely hits that. It hurts. I mean, it's like, and you have to keep your heels down, which is like really difficult for me. You're supposed to like lengthen your legs down. I'm so bad at that. My legs always like oh. creep up. Um, but also it's because my pony's like very round. And so it's hard to like, <laughs> okay. it's hard. Yeah. she is, she is like a big fuzzy yoga ball in a way. Oh, <laughs> <Aww, how> sweet. <laughs> 
No, I, I love that. I think that's interesting. I, I do like, I, I feel like I'm too old to actually like learn to ride a horse at this point. Oh, you're not at all. You're not at all. I mean, I got back into it, you know, in my <laughs> mid thirties, like I'm almost 40 now. I, I, there's a, I see a lot of adult amateurs who are getting started in their thirties and forties because they are finally um, able to afford it. <laughs> yeah. First of all, yeah. it's very expensive, very expensive yeah. hobby. Um, and yeah, they just have wanted to their whole lives and they're finally like, are like, okay, I'm going to go for it. You know, what's the cardio element? Is it because you're terrified or is it cause you're moving your arms? <laughs> um, when you're like trotting and you're doing like a posting trot, like you're rising in the saddle. So you're kind of like up and down and up and down and that's oh, cardio. Yeah. And then, um, Frankly, like when I canter or gallop my horse, like her gait is it like it's so rough that it knocks the wind out of me. So I'm like hyperventilating to the time oh I've been riding for a minute. <laughs> so that feels like cardio. Yeah. Um, but I'm yeah. like, you should wear a, like, do you have an Apple watch or um, like anything, any sort of tool that you could use to 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 I calculate do. your heart rate? Oh, no, I don't do that. I have like a like a horse app that tracks how fast we go. It's called Equilab. How fast uh, are you guys going? Uh, we rode the other day. We went. We went seventeen miles an hour. It's pretty fast. Ooh, I love it. And she's a pony, so her legs are very short. I must say, like if she was a thoroughbred, she could go closer to she forty. Could go more. But yeah, but no, she's very short. <laughs> she's tiny. <laughs> wow. I. How, okay. Okay. Wow. I'm excited by the thought of your heart rate being up when you're also like having so much, like you're like riding a motorcycle, but it's an animal. Yeah, and so no. It's and it's like, awesome because their heart rate's also up and you're just like, it's like having a jogging buddy, but you're riding, riding on top of one, you know, like you're working in tandem <laughs> yeah, in like yeah. a cool way. And so when you're actually on the same page as a horse, it is like really cool. You're like, God. Oh yeah. Me and this animal are synced up and they, you know, they like to like, they, they get into it. See, um, I thought we were going to talk about the time I saw you with the kettlebell on Instagram. And now oh, I'm like, that too. There's time. I'm like, freaking. <laughs> I'm trying to convince back. you. I'm trying to convince you to take <laughs> lessons. I'm like, it's not too late, Aaron. You can get into it. I um, know. I, I really like the, um, the sh- just uh, listen. One time I was on a camel. So different. Ooh, different, different. movement. Yeah. I heard but that you I fell off. I heard, I heard it's uh, very likely that you get seasick on a camel just based on the cadence of their movement, but it's very uncommon to get seasick on horseback. Interesting. Is a fun factoid. Uh, But you fell off? I felt like I was like getting up on it and I was nervous and I fell off and I don't know that that, I don't know how, I don't know how camels and horses line up with like the emotional thing, like. Mm-hmm. I know horses do, but I don't know if camels are in that same I think world. Horses are a bit more sympathetic than camels generally. Yeah, this one camels camels are a little more ornery, a little more uh, reluctant to see eye to eye with you. Yeah, yeah. that's what the vibe I got from this guy. After horses, I, like, horses are more open, I think. To- <laughs> <laughs> so I was so after like that experience, and that was. 10, 15 years ago. So it's been a long time. I think I was just like, my time has passed. Um, Maybe you need I, a c- corrective emotional experience with a very nice pony. <laughs> I know. I know. Not I mine. I think it would be. I, yeah. No. Uh, like mine takes advantage one. of people. <laughs> okay. That's. Oh, yeah. Please. Not me. Um, <laughs> like sure, for a second, she was giving um, riding lessons to like beginners and she tried to run home with one and dumped her. <laughs> so oh my God. Oh my <laughs> I was like, God. all right, that's the end of that. Uh, can't be trusted. Um it's funny, like I'm trying to recruit people into riding, but at the same time, I feel like, oh, I wish I didn't like horses so much because it's such a pain in the ass. Because you have to know, you have to like know so much or know someone that knows so much. Like, yeah, it is a steep learning curve. I mean, it is fun because it's such a lifestyle. Like it's, it's, you know, you get so much of a social experience. Like you meet other people who are into horses. It's also great if you love gear. Like I Mm. love like specialized gear when you're into like some niche sport or something and you need to like get special clothes and like special equipment, like it's just endless with horses. (laughs) 
There's so much do, stuff. <laughs> do you like, just like, are you like a brusher? Like you just stand and like brush your horse and then you guys are like bonding and loving it. Oh yeah. I have this whole set of brushes and it, it goes from like kind of rough where it like gets all the dirt up and then to fine. And the last one is almost like, it's almost like when you wipe a, down a car with a diaper, it like, it's oh. so soft and it makes her <laughs> fur like so shiny. And she just stands there like eating while I do it. Oh, I love that. It's very soothing. It's nice because, yeah, it's not just the riding. Like, that's such a small part of the horse experience. Like, sometimes I just take her on a walk and we're just both on foot, you know, and like, I don't know, I just like to hang out with her. I I mean, I just think it would be, it would feel like you're in a movie when you're riding the horse. That's what it feels like, where you're just like, (laughs) wind's in your hair. Sometimes it does. Yeah. Sometimes, (laughs) though, sometimes you're up there and you're like. Why do I do this? This is boring. <laughs> I get bored sometimes when I'm up there, and then I like put on a podcast or like <laughs> play music or something. And then sometimes I get into it. And I'm like, oh my god, the sunset and the birds are out, and my horse is great, and you know. <laughs> but yeah, sometimes I mean, this, that sounds like living. It's living. Sometimes I have a bad time, but uh, you know, not every ride can be good. It's nice. <laughs> it's so it's so outdoorsy too. Like that's great. It feels cool when you're up there. If you pass by, every time I pass by little kids, I wave at them like I'm the fucking mayor. It's great. <laughs> and I'm like, would you like to pet her? <laughs> I'm like, I'm the fucking mayor. If I saw the L.A. mayor on a horse, that would be the day that I died. <laughs> I know. I can't really picture it with our current mayor. Maybe. No, maybe I can't the next either, one. No. Um, I've been literally chased on by children when I'm on her though because they got so excited these two little girls started screaming and chasing me on the trail (laughs) and I finally had to turn around and be like hey you have to stop chasing me because it's going to scare the horse but if you stop and you're calm you can pet her and they were like "Ooh, (laughs) oh cute they're like oh I gotta get calm gotta get calm (laughs) it was really it was really hard for them but they held it together We are, uh, Jason and I have our dogs at a dog boarding school right now. Ooh. Are they Um, learning to be good dogs? Learning to be good boys. Yes. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Right. But that's one of the things that the trainer talks to us about because she's like, you know, a big part of it is us. Yeah. She, um, she, uh, English, I think she's, uh, Portuguese was her first language and English is her second language. And she says, calm like calm Calm. she like gives the extra l like the calm down yeah and so we uh, we're always like so she tells us we need to be more like uh, us jason and i have to be more calm in our house but she says you have to be more calm in her in your house and so now jason and i are like okay we have to be calm and we have to breathe (laughs) because like dogs feed off of it too and yeah i never when I was like, let's get another dog. I never thought <laughs> that I would have to change who I am. <laughs> I want a second one so bad, but I know once you get dog two, it's like you might as well have five. Like it's just compounding the amount of dog. Um, <clears throat> so I'm trying to hold off. I'm trying, but I know my dog Annie would love to have a sister uh, and they're so cute. It's so hard not to get more. God, we have talked about this, haven't we? It is don't you want more of the cute thing? Yeah. So just that's get- just human nature is like you already have and you want to quadruple what you have. Why? Mm-hmm. You're, you already have it. <laughs> Why do you need more? <laughs> It'll just oh ruin God, your life. So- It'll cost so- twice as much, but I still want to. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it. Listen, I'll. I stand by my demand for my second dog. He yeah, I mean, he's me really joy. cute. He's so cute. He's- He's so cute, uh, but he is scared of truly everything. So. Oh, mine is too. My dog is so fearful. I swear it's not even like that anything happened to her. It's just baked in. Like her whole litter was like this. They just are timid. And like anything new, it's, it's like a neophobia. Anything new, any like different shape. Like if I'm wearing a hat, if like there's mm-hmm. a new new bag of groceries on, on the kitchen counter, just anything. She's like, ah, it's like starting over from scratch with her. It's just crazy. I, I did for a while. I was doing nose work with her canine nose oh, work, yeah. which is a dog sport. Uh, and it really did build her a confidence and she really loved it. So we still yeah. do that once in a while when she like is really bored and needs an activity. That's what our dog trainer told us to do level training. Mm. So if you have any levels around, you might, cause if you have horses, you might have levels somewhere. You could Wait, take what are dog. levels. 
Just like, um, like, uh, I'm trying like, it's just like, I have like different step aerobics boxes that I have collected oh. over the years. Oh and yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Like little I, platforms. Yes. Yeah. I, so I just put them at different heights and I separate them. So he has to go up and down, up and down, up oh, and down. I was thinking of getting those to try to teach my dog to do like a handstand, like, like to put her mm-hmm. back legs up on something. But, um, yeah, I haven't gotten them. Cause I was like, I don't know if she's ever going to learn how to do this. <laughs> well, I also use like, we have like a little ottoman that's like yeah. low. So I like, I just take like four things outside and then it helps build their confidence and, yeah. and, and they the love, communication. They love doing stuff. Like animals like having activities and jobs and things to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, so do we. So do we. Um, and we like well, when people are calm. <laughs> and calm. I love it. I love the way she says it. And she also says, walk. Wow. And so I always now I'm like, okay, I'm going to go on my walk. And I just like, I love it so much. It's, it's actually somewhat soothing to me. Like walk versus yeah. walk. Wow. I'm picking walk. Yeah. Think when about we got, it. When we got Annie, I thought she was going to be like a good jogging buddy for Adam, but she hates it. So she'll <laughs> run around one time around the block with him. And then she just tugs for home. Like she just wants to go home, go upstairs mm. and lie in bed. It's like, mm-hmm. she's so lazy and she's a cattle <laughs> dog. So I thought she'd be really high drive, but no, super she lazy. She just wants to sleep. Yeah. I, I mean, that's, don't get a second dog. You, Cause then you never know. <laughs> you never know. I know it might be another lazy, like, Couch I mean, potato. that would be the drape yeah. if you got another lazy one, but it feels like Maybe it's like with out. kids, what they say, the first one is good. So then you're like, oh, that was easy. I'll have a second. And then the second one's like, I'll never die. Wah! Yeah, totally. Yeah. And then or sleep. They'll miserable. probably scream. I'll never sleep. <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. Oh God. It's true. Hey, bell babies. It's Aaron. I am just wondering how many of our young, super fit, hot listeners are out there spending cash, spending money, making money, wheeling, dealing. How many of you guys have sat down to think about life insurance? Okay, because I'll be honest, I didn't think about life insurance until about, I don't know, the clock was ticking on 30 And I, you know, I know we've got a lot of young, hot listeners. So I, you know, you might not have hit that age where you think, oh, well, if I am actually mortal, then at some point this train will come to an end. What I'm saying is at some point I'm going to die. And do I want to leave my parents, my loved ones to pick up the tab on, you know, the, the credit cards I had a lot of fun with at age 18. Do I want to leave that with them? Do I want to leave, uh, you know, my, my car payment to them? I don't know all of the things that would fall on their shoulders, but what I'm trying to say is I started looking into life insurance and thankfully at the time I worked at a job that offered it. And so I took them up on it. Now I will say that that's not always enough. And that's where policy genius can come in. So, so my life insurance through my workplace, it might, it might not have offered enough protection for my family's needs. And it doesn't follow you if you leave your job, which I did. Okay. And life insurance, just a heads up, usually gets more expensive as you get older. So if you're hot and young, now is the time to buy. Policy Genius gives you a smarter way to find and buy the right coverage for you and your family. So I didn't use Policy Genius. I will say this. It, I didn't know about it when I started looking for life insurance. And I will say I wish I had because I was doing a lot of looking around, a lot of phone calls, a lot of emails, a lot of voicemails, a lot of return calls, a lot of running around. Policy Genius is trying to cut out all of that noise. So Policy Genius was built to modernize the life insurance industry. Their technology makes it easy to compare life insurance quotes from top companies like AIG and Prudential in just a few clicks to find your lowest price. 
With Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just $17 per month for $500,000 of coverage. Wow, wow, wow. Let me read that again. You can find life insurance policies that start at $17 per month for $500,000 of coverage. Sorry, you know, sometimes I have to read things twice. I had a pastor for a father, and that's how I learned to really emphasize something. So, Policy Genius has licensed agents who can help you find options that offer coverage in as little as a week and avoid unnecessary medical exams. Okay, so your loved ones deserve a financial safety net, and you deserve a smarter way to find and buy it. Head to policygenius.com slash dumbbells or click the link in the description to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you could save. That's policygenius.com slash dumbbells. What's up, Bell Babies? This is Aaron. Okay, you guys. Well, I'm here with another BetterHelp advertisement. We love BetterHelp here. We love getting our our body right. We love getting our brain right, making it right and tight in every area of our life. Um, but BetterHelp always wants me to confess something about a hard time in my life. And I, they're open. They're trying to open a can of worms with me. I got a lot of problems. So they, you know, BetterHelp, want, they want to, they want us to, you know, pour out our heart. And I understand because that's what a podcast is, right? If we're doing it right. And they want us to talk about a time that, you know, we felt like we could really use a, a user manual in life. And I just want to say this happens to me truly constantly. I, you know, started a new relationship after falling, you know, through a skylight with that person. Then one of us got paralyzed. The other one didn't me. And then, you know, we dated, we got engaged, we got married. Now we're trying to start a family at each point, I would have loved a um, a user manual. Just at any any one of those <laughs> things I said, I would have absolutely loved it. But I will say this: I have never been so grateful that I started therapy years before any of the crazy stuff I just said even started as a glimmer in my life. Um, so that when these crazy things. Some of them are crazy. Some of them are normal things everyone goes through. Uh, some of them are more unique. But at every point, I was so grateful that I had a therapist to turn to when and if I needed help that my friends couldn't provide or my family or my significant other. I knew I had someone outside of all of that to turn to. So I will say navigating any of life's challenges, no matter how big or small, they can make you feel unsure, whether it's just like a career change, a new relationship, becoming a parent. Therapists are trained to help you figure out the cause of challenging emotions and learn productive coping skills, which makes therapy the closest thing to a guided tour of that complex engine that's you. You guys see what you see what we're doing here? So I just want to say that I stand behind going to therapy. I don't care how small, how big. Some weeks, nothing in my life has happened. And I'm always grateful to have someone to talk to because that's the, you know, that's when you get into, you know, your freaking childhood and stuff. So that's when the, the real waterworks start. So better help. As the world's largest therapy service, BetterHelp has matched 3 million people with professionally licensed and vetted therapists available 100% online. Plus, it's affordable. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to match with a therapist. And if things aren't clicking, you can easily switch to a new therapist anytime. It couldn't be simpler. And that, I will say, is such a cool thing that BetterHelp does that that means you don't have to do the the legwork there. BetterHelp will do that for you. There's no waiting rooms, no traffic. So cool. No endless searching for the right therapist. 
So learn more and save 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash dumbbells. That's betterhelp.com slash dumbbells. Okay, so let's talk this kettlebell video I saw oh, yeah, you. Okay, What's okay. Up? What did you see? What did you see me doing? You saw a video? I saw a video. You were like maybe reposting someone who was maybe training you. You had a yeah. kettlebell. It was mm-hmm. low. And I was like, Lisa, what's going on over there? Yeah, I've been training with my trainer, Michelle, uh, once a week for like a year. Um, and yeah, we just work out once a week. I did it this morning. Uh, I don't, it's funny because I don't really have any goals. I'm just kind of like, oh, weight training's great. And like, uh, when I do it, I feel better mentally. Mm. And I feel like my body is just like moving. The parts are like moving together more efficiently or something. Like it just yeah. kind of makes me feel better put together as a person in many ways. Um, so yeah, my, my sister-in-law, uh, introduced me to this trainer and I just started working out with her once a week. And it's nice cause she doesn't, we don't talk weight, you know, as far as like body mm. weight, like I don't weigh myself. Um, I'm not into that. Uh, and yeah, we just kind of are slowly getting me more swole, I guess <laughs> very casually. Cause it's only once a week again. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, I I mean, I I love that. I think that I was I I I've only been a trainer I think for like 3 years. Mm-hmm. I think we're at 3 years now. And um and when I started training people, I wouldn't train people like more than twice a week. Mhm. And it was over Zoom, so it was like really just what people had in their house and that wasn't for the most part that wasn't extensive. It was like yeah a couple of pairs of dumbbells maybe. And, and I was coming from a foundation of six to seven workouts a week, Mm. um, goals, body fat percentage, check-ins, weight check-ins, which is like great. If that's your thing, like if that's your, your deal that you care about and you want to do that for me, no, I don't care about it. I'm like, I want to like ride horses and play with roller skates. Like I don't care that much about it, but I just fundamentally like having some weightlifting in my life. Well, and I think that that's like, it was really interesting to me to, to watch my perspective shift as I worked with clients just twice a week for 30 minutes. Like it was nothing, it was nothing like what I was doing. Yeah. And I watched like people their confidence grow, their strength grow. Um, and maybe they started with no goals, but then they like slowly got a goal and they were like, Oh, I'd like to try for this. And it was like, okay, great. And like, I just, as a person am a little more laid back. And so, and I over zoom, what was I going to do? I couldn't weigh people. I couldn't measure people. And so I just naturally I I couldn't do those things. And I, it was so interesting to me to watch my own life versus my clients Mm. and to see like the joy that they had and the, and then to like watch the stress I had. And, and so I love like, I love intense people and I will go there if that's what they want. Yeah. But I also love like people wanting to just, move their body to feel yeah. strong. I, th- I think that's really modern, like just um, having it be more accessible to more people. Like, mm-hmm. okay, so I, I've worked out with a couple trainers over the course of my life. And in the past I've done, like I was doing twice a week and I was doing high intensity interval training. Yeah. Um, and that made me, f- it had fast results physically, but mm-hmm. it made me feel very sick. Um, Cause I have a lot of gut issues. Uh, like I have mm. leaky gut, I have microbiome issues that I'm dealing with. Um, and so it would um, like really inflame me. And so I would mm. do a workout and the rest of the day I would be so exhausted. I would like take such a hardcore nap and I would like, you know, I'd have the shits, like it would make me physically sick. Yeah. Um, I'm like, this shouldn't happen. Like I shouldn't feel <laughs> this way after a workout. I should feel good. Um, and I slowly realized that like, oh, I can't do high intensity stuff. Like that's going to mm. upset my guts. I can't be like sprinting. I can't be like doing crazy burpees and stuff. Um, I have yeah. to kind of keep things mellow as much yeah. as I, I hate that. But you know, I mean, 
I don't hate it, actually. I hated burpees. Um, <laughs> but it's like, yeah, I was like, what? It's nice to have like a, a real physical reason why. No, I have to keep things like moderate level. But like, it was nice with my current trainer. I told her that and she totally got it. And so she, you know, if I'm not feeling great, she won't make me do a ton of like ab exercises or whatever. She works with my own limitations. Um, and mm. that's really nice. Like, I think it's, it's kind of old school to like, force people to like hurt themselves and also to force them to have a certain goal. Like I had a friend who yeah. worked out with a trainer once and like, he would not accept that she did not have a weight related, like weight loss goal, you know? And she was yeah. like, no, I don't want to lose weight. I just want to like get, feel more healthy. And he just like, wouldn't accept it at all. And that's so, um, <laughs> I, backwards. I mean, it's, you're right. I do think like, um, I think it, it, there is a definite shift. I hope, you know, for the, for the, for the longevity, I won't say betterment, but like, I think the longevity of exercise has become more important to more people. Yeah. And just so, making it more sustainable, like something you will actually yeah. want to continually do over the course of your life, like very slowly altering your lifestyle. And then like, yeah, just exercises for everyone. It's not just for like mm -hmm. intense people who are already super fit and, you know, traditionally hot or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> well, I like, I also like, um, that you have a trainer that like listens to you. And yeah. I think that that like in looking for a trainer, I know people will ask me like, what do you, you know, what should I look for? And I think that that's the number one thing to me is a trainer that will listen to you. Cause you're the one paying them. Like, like that's what I would want. People yeah. To you're say the client. Me. It depends yeah. also like what, what, people's personalities work with too like some people do benefit yeah. from like a drill sergeant type <laughs> yeah. and yeah. I do not yeah. like I would crumble um so I like that my trainer listens to me but she's not like super soft on me either like some days she's like come on you can do it you know like she <laughs> she definitely yeah. challenges me and Good. if I was working out alone which I have in the past like I've had periods of time where I'm like okay I'll do you know I have weights at home I'll do some like weightlifting YouTube but I it that's hard for me to like put together a whole program for myself where I'm tracking my own progress I'm just like super bad at that so yeah. that's why currently I'm like this is worth it to me to just once a week like have someone tell me what to do I don't have to think about it I can just all I have to do is show up um yep. so you know that that's worth it to me because I'm, Absolutely. I'm, I'm very bad at putting together my own kind of routine. Well, there that's the thing that I hear a lot about, you know, just like people that want to exercise, but they don't know. And I do think like it's daunting. a trainer is nice. Like if you can't afford a trainer forever, that's understandable. But like, yeah, it can get really expensive for sure. Just getting a trainer to put together. Like that's one of my favorite things is like you tell me what you have in your house. We... I'll tell you 10 things you can do and you just plug them in and move them around <laughs> and shake them up. And in a couple months, if you're bored, text me and I'll give you some new moves. You know, I've like got a spatula. I've got a guitar <laughs> and I've got a, a fern. What can I do to get ripped? Hey, the pandemic got freaking dark. All right. I'll tell you what to do with that fern. <laughs> I had like, it was like a girl like holding like a, a potted plant. I'm not kidding. Like yes. for squats, Hell you know, yeah. just that's great. I love that. I was kidding. You were, that's, that's a real it, thing. It's a, it, I mean like, uh, like, uh, one, one of my clients had like Shakespeare books that were really heavy. And one time yes. she weighed them and they were like seven pounds. And so we were using those like, <laughs> like it was dark. <laughs> I do kind of love, I mean, like pandemic workouts, so bleak, but I do love like mm -hmm. the local yoga studio. I used to, you know, do yoga classes at sometimes they moved online during the pandemic. So now I can just take a yoga class in my, in my room. And then I can just like, if I want to leave the class, I can just turn off the zoom or like, mm -hmm. you know, it's so great. It's like really, <laughs> um, low commitment in a way that I, yes. I love. I yeah. know some like I, I still train people over zoom, even if they're in LA because it is convenient and it, there are like downsides to it. If you, you don't have much at your house, that's all you got, but it's also yeah. so easy to turn on your computer in your house while a lady tells you what to do over, you know, from her house. Like what? A yeah. Dream. It makes it very hard to make an excuse to not do it if it's so yes. easy. Yeah. 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 Um, what is your favorite, like, what's your favorite move in the, Ooh. in like the weightlifting 
strength training world? What is my favorite? I like lunges, weirdly. Um, what? I, I know. I do like lunges. And I was doing, I did this weird one recently that I really enjoyed, which is like a curtsy, right? To like kind Ooh, of curtsy yeah. behind myself in lunge. And I was like, ooh, these are so fun. And then the next day I was like, ouch. It <laughs> 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 hurts so bad. <laughs> but I, yeah, I like a lunge. I don't like, I don't really like hip thrusts. I hate them, but I do them a lot. Um, I, like, I mean, you're I the know. opposite of of every client I have, every I know, client yeah. I have screams and cries. And listen, I actually do not love lunges, but I think I have grown to love them out of the hate. Yeah. I don't know why I, I like love them. a hip thrust. Maybe it's, maybe it's some, maybe it's some quad strength from riding that, <laughs> yeah. that makes me, I don't know. That I, might you know. actually, that might be it. Squats are hard. Uh, like they're hard for me to balance and stuff. Like, I don't know. I always feel like I'm going to fall backwards or forwards. So those are a little awkward, mm-hmm. but I've gotten better at them. Um, I'm trying to get back to, I have been able to do like pull-ups uh, in the past. And so now maybe that's like one goal I have is to be able to do pull-ups again unassisted. Yeah. Um, but yeah. God, pull-ups are my, they're the white rabbit I the, chase. The white whale, the white. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They really are. I have like a kind of fucked up shoulder. And oh yeah. Then you shouldn't push so it. I mean, why? It it's but I like there are times in my life that I have gotten so close. I can do it. I have been able in the past to do a chin up, but that's palms in. But palms out pull I think up it's, style. It's just very hard. I mean, most women are it's very difficult to have that upper body strength, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I think I have I have an unnaturally strong upper body. <laughs> Especially for a lady who doesn't put a lot of effort into it. Like I can, I can do like unnatural. Yeah, no, it's always been like, I can do a fair amount of pushups. Oh my gosh. More more than, yeah. I mean, always, even since I was a kid, like, like, you know, in PE, I'd be terrible. And then they would do that thing where they test you and you have to Mm -hmm. do like the pace test and like, you know, run the mile or whatever. And then you have to do the the pushups. And I would do like a lot of them. And the teacher would be like, what the hell? (laughs) It's a girl who like, hides in the back every day. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I it's just like, like purely uh, DNA. I don't know what <laughs> what it is from. It is not from me working at it. <laughs> I love that so much. Like you are like everything you love, I hate. <laughs> oh, and I don't love doing so push-ups. <laughs> okay. I don't fair. love them. But you're good at it, which is I'm okay. I'm not I wouldn't say good. Better than you would think. Let's say that. better than your PE teacher was expecting. Let's say that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. (laughs) God, those tests, those tests come up so often on this podcast. Like, yeah, it stuck. It was like traumatic. It like probably is what led so many comedians to their job. Like, (laughs) yeah, it was like that or like religious parents, which was me. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, it's always like that. I had both actually. Let's just, we'll had both. Um, I love that. I have truly never met someone that would say their favorite move is lunges. And if you are a person out there that that's <laughs> I feel your so special. favorite move, <laughs> I feel, let me know because I, really, I am shaken to my core. It was the first thing that came to mind. I can't, I mean, I, I don't love any exercise. Like, I, There's not <laughs> one where I'm like, ooh, baby, can't wait to wake up and do that. <laughs> like, I would rather not move at all. And I often will sit for uninterrupted periods of time you know, while working or whatever. Like, I, I don't like to move around, but I have to. Because <laughs> it's good for my brain, I guess. Oh, wait. I just saw your nails again. I wanted to ask, because people ask me all the time, did you notice, did it have any effect on, like, you, like, with weightlifting? People can't believe I can do this and uh, and have the job I have. Yeah, I mean, I probably scrape them up sometimes, but I'm not doing that much, you know, like... Why? Because you're kind of like you're holding the weights. I guess I don't. I because I have similar thought where I'm like you just work around it. You just yeah use the pad of your finger and not your nails. Yeah, I'm not really using my nails a lot for that. I think if I was doing like kickboxing or something, like I can't really make like a strong fist. Yeah, my nails that's are too a good long. Point. Yeah, yeah. Um, it is oh, yeah, annoying. That's funny. Occasionally, when I'm riding, sometimes I'll wear gloves to cover them, and then I feel fancy. Um, Ooh. But it does hurt a lot when I like jam one into something. So like, oh yeah, 
one time my horse like stopped suddenly and I jammed my like thumbnail into her neck and it like bent my thumbnail and I was just like, ah, like it just uh feels like a lightning bolt in your finger. Mm -hmm. She felt nothing. (laughs) (laughs) As usual. Nothing. (laughs) As usual. Dead head. (laughs) Fucking hammerhead. (laughs) Hammerhead. Oh my God. I feel like my dog Poncho is like your horse. Like I've like, they are. Is he a pit bull? Yeah. 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 No, she's, she's got just this big ass head and she's big. She's like, I, I described her as small, but she's thick and heavy. Yeah. My yeah, foot you said right she now. She was kind of round. A, a yeah. Fuzzy yoga ball were, I think your exact words. <laughs> yes. She's a Norwegian fjord for anyone who's really trying to paint a picture, um, which is mm. a very cute kind of horse and probably the cutest um, in my opinion. And yeah, I mean, my, my foot's all bruised up right now because she just like stepped on me the other day without oh even noticing. God. And I was screaming and like banging on her and she just didn't even notice. Oh she's got terrible God. manners. <laughs> no, she's good. She's just sometimes doesn't know how big she is. <laughs> she doesn't want to yeah. hurt me. Yeah. Uh, no. Um, Poncho chipped my tooth out of love. Oh like my he God. Came at he just, me with his head to, just to kiss me with or whatever dogs think they're doing when they lick you. And just <laughs> what do they think chipped. they're doing? <laughs> whatever they think. I have meant to Google that so many times. What is a dog doing when they lick you? Are they wanting food? They, they, love, they you. love you. Is it a kiss? Is it not? What is it? You know, chipped your tooth, chipped my tooth. <sighs> I got big teeth, so they have. I got room to file them down. You know? <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> just file it down and move on. You don't even just have to go file to the it dentist. down and move on. It's a good <laughs> trick I learned, you know, when I was in middle school, trying to live life to the fullest. Um, <laughs> oh God, I hate my. I don't hate my dentist. I hate the dentist, and Me too. so I hate it. Um, my heart rate gets up when I, my, my watch will be like, are you starting a workout as I'm like going into the dentist? Cause my heart rate goes so high. Yeah, so adrenaline. Yeah. yeah. You got to get a, a heart monitor for this, for this horse riding situation. Oh yeah. I think it'd be fascinating. I like, I never monitor my heart rate. Cause I think, I don't know. I feel like my heart's like slow or something, or like I have a low is blood. No blood pressure is different from heart rate. Those are two different things. They're, they're different, yeah, but it's like, you know, maybe <laughs> your know. blood pressure would go up if your heart rate was maybe. high all the time. I don't know, science. <laughs> mm-hmm. I know, I'm not a doctor. Me neither. So, but I just think it would be fascinating to know. Because even if your yeah. heart rate is like lower than, you know, the medium, median yeah. of everyone in the world it would still it's still your it heart race yeah it'd be so, interesting to yeah to measure it when i'm doing like a real workout with her where we're like you know working out in the arena and like doing exercises yeah. and stuff because i do get worn out like i mean yeah after like 15 minutes we both need a breather i would just be i would, I would just be fascinated you do not have to do it for me but if you do it for <laughs> me let me know because okay really nice. i will um, <laughs> i'll research <laughs> just ask some of your buddies that has an apple watch can i wear it for the day you know oh, okay. that's not a big deal yeah. Um, people Can I wear your Apple, Apple Watch to the barn? The worst place to <laughs> bring any like expensive equipment. After I, like, I, I ruined make... my phone the other day because I was like giving a horse a bath and the phone got wet and I felt like such an idiot. <laughs> like, <laughs> why did I have it there? <sighs> hey, well, your Apple Watch can get wet. So you, oh, it can? Oh, yeah. Okay. You, you can take... just dunk it. Yeah, just dunk it. Sometimes I forget when I'm like, you know, doing something in the water and I'm like, whoop, well... And it still works. It's fine. Can you swim? You can with swim with it and everything. Wow. Hey, think about it. You um, should I'll have let an you, affiliate link. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Absolutely. I'll um, let you borrow mine if you want to. After I hit all of my move goals, um, in <laughs> the middle of, I'm about to hit a year of hitting all of my goals every oh, day. Wow. wow. Congratulations. Thank you. And then I'm gonna. Then I'm going to rest it. I need a break, but yeah. I, I'm so close. I'm like at three, like at 370, 300. No, that's more than a year. I'm like at 350 days. Are you like, did you get sick at any point during the year? I've done some weird stuff to get the Like, goals. Like, have you had to exercise while sick is what I'm, because yes. I got sick like a couple weeks ago. I'm still getting over it. And oh my God, I didn't want to move at all. I was so tired. I'd forgotten because I hadn't been sick in three years and I just got like a head cold and I was like, oh my God, Mm -hmm. had me on my ass. Well, I, 
If I get sick, what I do is I march in place. Wow. Like a real psycho. And I, <laughs> I recognize it. And that's why I was like, at the end of this, like, if, if I wasn't so far in, I would yeah. have said, Failed. who cares? Yeah. But um, it might be good for you, depending on how sick you are. Like a little exercise is probably good for you yeah. good for the immune system. Right. I'm not going hard. I just yeah, you're like, not like you're not, and you didn't have like food poisoning. You're just, right. Right. <laughs> that would be insane. I just had, like, you're like marching in place while barfing and bark. shitting. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just like, I have to get my goals. And Jason's like, get out of this house. You're sick. <laughs> No, thankfully it's just been, I had COVID, but it wasn't that bad COVID, you know, of, of the COVID. It wasn't crazy. A mild Um, COVID. Mild, chill, mild. And then, uh, it was when I had my egg retrieval. Ooh. Yes. That I felt the craziest because my egg retrieval was like at seven 30 in the morning. And I wasn't sure what my body was going to do after so I marched in place before I went to the doctor. <laughs> I don't know what egg retrieval requires. So for some reason, I just imagined you like squatting over a nest, like just straining <laughs> at 730 in the morning. <laughs> just like full chicken. I, I, that's not that's, what it's like, right? They they go in there with something and get the eggs that's out. That's exactly what it is. Wow. And that's awesome. Don't let, don't let anyone tell you otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> Good. I'll keep imagining that. <laughs> no, honestly, it was the weirdest, um, the actual extraction, the last thing you experience before you're out is like, you're just like legs splayed. <gasps> you got three people and a person, like three people right there, your doctor that you have, you know, gotten comfortable with and then two strangers <laughs> and then person like overseeing from a window. Oh my and God. They're like, they're like, literally the th- last thing is like, Okay, what's your full name and birthday? And then you tell them, and then and then you're out. Then you're just so that you are you are out while they're doing it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You you go to sleep and then you wake up like I like that. Like, I like being put out. I I had surgery for like the first time a year ago, and they put me out, and I was so scared of that because I'm like, they're gonna put me out. I'll never wake up again. I'll die. But I was like, no, it was the best sleep of my life. Like yes. <laughs> dreamless. Twilight sleep it was wonderful. The anesthesiologist was hot. I mean, it was great. And the last oh thing I gosh. said, the last thing I said before going out was, "She's a cattle dog." That's <laughs> just talking about my dog. <laughs> She's a cattle dog, and I. Well, my birthday is the fourth of July, and so the oh. last thing everyone like because they're like name and birthday, and like fourth of July, huh? And I'm like, good night. <laughs> 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 go so USA the, the, the last thing it's so 4th of July huh can I <laughs> um, but I do like the idea of the nest I think they should add it in just to be just cute for, just for fun yeah mm-hmm. yeah but so that's my after I'm done with my 365 you're getting my Apple watch I'll mail it to you I think you <laughs> okay. live further away from me than I want to drive mail it to you <laughs> then you get this Uh-oh, I'm getting a call this always ruins <laughs> ruins my eye. Um, <clears throat> man. Okay. I- so you're working out. You have a maybe goal. Yeah, maybe to do a pull up. A pull up. <laughs> One. Um, is there any other, like, is there any fitness nuggets you want to give to mm. our dumbbells listeners out there that maybe they were oh, not a sport kid like advice Ooh, yeah i think there's there's something sporty out there for everyone like i get bored really easily um so it's just about finding something that's actually fun that makes you forget you're exercising like for example i love roller skating even though i suck at it mm. and look really dumb when i'm doing it but i I just think it's fun and I get to listen to all my favorite, favorite music while I'm doing it. And it just feels like freeing. And, you know, I mean, it, it's like, you know, we we would, a lot of us would prefer not to have to exercise ever, but there's, there's something out there for you that you could learn to love. I I think I love that. I think that's so true. And what got you into roller skating? Was it just like, I'm bored and let's do this. Yeah, I know. It was like the height of of roller skating coming back during the pandemic when, Mm. you know, I picked the worst time because it was hard to even find roller skates for sale. Um, 
And uh, yeah, I just started then and it's so fun. So addictive. And it's I'm not good at it. I love that. <laughs> I think like, you know, I have a husband on wheels. So I think of like, I'm yeah. like, oh, with roller skating might be because it's oh. a little less expensive than a bike. Yeah. I mean, skates actually can be pretty expensive oh. when you're getting into like the good ones. But yeah, I mean, first <laughs> when you're getting, you don't need like the professional equipment. Yeah. Um, or maybe just, I was like, cause for like, we don't have a ton of extra like space. So I'm like, what? And I think yeah. roller skates or, or inline skates or, you know, one of those things might be, cause I, I know I'm, I'm not trying to roller or what's the skateboard. That's I'm, I'm past that nah, time. N- nah, it's that's, it seems too injury prone. Yeah. I mean, yeah, roller skating can be too. I think roller blading is easier if you're going on any kind of rough surfaces like streets. Yeah. You know, roller blading is probably uh, easier, but are you going yeah, to like I mean, I do parks fall a lot or yeah. For a while I was just finding like parks with like tennis courts or basketball courts that I could use without people yelling at me, which was uh, challenging. Um, <laughs> sure, and then, yeah. Sometimes I go to the rink, um, like there's Ooh. indoor rinks, there's some outdoor rinks. Uh, I haven't, I haven't gone in like a month, so I'm a fraud right now. I'm a complete imposter. Um, but oh, I, yeah, you after go a month, soon. you can't talk about it. Lisa, you can't. I'm so sorry I, that I do I know. know that rule about roller skating. The, that is the rules. <laughs> Ugh, no, I mean, really, it's been yeah. just only the most perfect weather to be outside. So I think, you know, yeah. just just stay on the horse. Don't worry about the roller skates as yeah. much as you can. Right? <laughs> I do. mean, this is the time yeah. to ride a freaking horse in LA. It's f- nice. It is. It's gorgeous. It's perfect weather. And it's like that weather when like the horse has, starts to get this fucked up energy because she's like, oh my God, yes. Like she, my my horse gets like a surge of energy when the temperature drops. Um, That's, I've heard the same about hyper. some dogs. Yeah. I love that. Some of them, some of them prefer the heat. Mine prefers the cold. I mean, she's Norwegian, so she, mm, makes you know, is built, built for that. Yeah. Yeah. My God. She's never well, been to Norway. What? <laughs> she's never been to Norway. She doesn't know. Wow. <laughs> well, you got to take her. Can you take a, okay. how hard is it to get a horse? Or, you know, it's fine. Oh, I mean, you can. There are planes <laughs> that fly horses. Oh my God. If you want to get into insane. that. Absolutely. I'm, I guess that makes sense for the truest. That'll be your like. Yeah. The final. I think it costs maybe $10,000, but yes, you can fly a horse. Absolutely. <laughs> Oh my God. I follow, I follow a whole Instagram account of a company that flies horses and it's just fun to see them like loaded into the planes. Like they just walk up the ramp into their little cargo and they just don't know what they're they're just eating hay. They don't know that they're flying through the sky. God, Big dummies. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, truly go on, figure it out guys. I wonder if their ears pop like what? Oh, I have too many questions now. I know I have. I'm just, I would love to know what their experience of it is, but it's probably, I don't know. They, they seem, maybe they're drugged. Some of them, but uh, uh, yeah, overall they don't know. Some humans are too on there. So yeah, honestly. Yeah. (laughs) Well, Lisa, (laughs) thank you. Thank you for coming on here for giving me some new information talking (laughs) about that fitness life. Glad I could educate you. Thank you. Thank you. I accept. I do accept all new education, by the way. Um, and someday I might ride a horse. And then if I do, I'll tell you about it. Yes, please. Thank you so much for having me. Um, okay. Do you want to do the sign off with me? Yeah. Okay. How do I do that? So this is how it's going to go. I'm going to be like, blah, 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 blah. Do my, say my little spiel. And then I'm going to say, uh, I'd like to remind everybody out there and I'll say train dirty. And you're going to say, eat clean. Eat clean. <laughs> and then together we'll say, live in between. Okay? hmm Okay. So thank you guys so much for listening. On behalf of me, Ryan Stanger, wherever you are, Lisa Hannawalt, thank you so much. We'd like to remind everyone out there listening to train dirty. Eat clean. And live. And live in, in between. between. Baby. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> Woo. That was a HeadGum Podcast.